0: This week on Florida's Fourth Estate, when being nice turns into a nasty dispute. I put a lock on it, it didn't work because they took a crowbar to it. How some squatters outstayed their welcome in one family's backyard for nine months. A vocabulary test that left a lot of people speechless.
1: Right when it appeared the nation was becoming increasingly tolerant of alternative lifestyles, immigration and minorities. The vocal and angry right wing forced the nation to make a complete blank. And man versus beast to save his best friend. Because I come
0: flying
2: around a corner and I just drop kick them.
0: Don't try this one at home. And this election,
2: there's plenty of blame and money to go around. They are spending record amounts of money. Florida is going to have two of the most expensive races in the country. Our political expert Jim Clark has some insight into why this election...
0: Could make history. When's the last time you've seen a race for governor in the state of Florida like this one?
2: Uh, it, I've, I've said all along this is unprecedented. Uh, we've never had so many contentious races on the ballot.
1: Hello and welcome to Florida's fourth estate. We are so glad to have you with us. Yeah. Some big news for the podcast here. I am happy to report we are now on all platforms. Oh,
0: yeah. That's so exciting. I thought Stitcher was great. Yeah. But then you're talking Apple.
1: Oh, Apple finally let us on. They were the last one.
0: Yeah. They are pretty, uh, they're tough cookies.
1: They, they they fought us for a little bit. Yeah. My name's Matt Austin.
0: I'm Ginger Gadsden. We are so happy that you are joining us for another edition of Florida's Fourth Estate, wherever you like to listen and download your podcast. That's right. Uh, doesn't that feel good to say? Click subscribe. <laughs> and then like and rate us, please. <laughs> Only five-star ratings. Yes. Uh, we are also delighted that we have our political expert, Jim Clark. Did you know you were an expert, Jim? I am. Although <laughs> You told me you were. Yes. That's why oh, we're he tells everybody. Yes. Okay, yes. but you're also a UCF professor. This is what you In do history. for a living. Yes. yes. And so we love talking to you because you have such great perspective. And every time I pick your brain, you tell me something that I thought I knew, but then you take it to a new level. So... We are excited. To well, have Ginger to thinks about a lot the of them.
1: I think he's just crotchety and <laughs> grumpy, and uh, you know we're gonna fight a lot during this next uh, half hour.
0: You two dressed alike today. I <laughs>
2: yeah, point kind out. of like yeah. Just, uh, just pointing that out. Who wore it, it
1: better? That's the question.
2: <laughs> and my my record for perfection is intact. I told Matt that as I predicted, the gubernatorial race would be between. Uh, Gwen Graham and Adam Putnam. Good call, political expert. (laughs) Which is why we're having you back.
1: (laughs) We need to revisit a few of
0: these things. Can we tape over that old show? We're going to forget that. You have a clean slate now. And that never happened. It did what? It did it? Yeah, I've I've narrowed
2: it down to two candidates. (laughs) That
0: that you got right. Okay, so there, that's one.
2: No right.
1: Watch a write-in win now because you said that.
0: (laughs) Okay, so we like to start with news of the, the week or... news around Florida and sometimes it's a little strange and sometimes it's a little maddening today we start with a little maddening Uh, there was this uh, this couple this family they had some friends who had fallen on hard times Mm -hmm. and they said okay we know you don't have a place to live. Come live in this little shed. We have a storage shed they have in their backyard. It's not something uncommon. We a lot of us have it and we keep like lawn mowers and lawn equipment in there. Well, they let this family live in there. And they had it, it was almost set up like a she shed where it had electricity going to it, running water, all this stuff. So, they were only supposed to stay maybe a month, maybe just until they got on their feet. 9 months later, this family is still there and they won't leave. So this our, is our how they're getting into the backyard, uh, reported on into the shed, this is a, yeah. a part of that report. Carol too, Hopkins says she never dreamed her act of goodwill would turn into such a nightmare. What have you done to try to keep them out of the shed and what's happened? I put a lock on it. It didn't work cuz they took a crowbar to it. I shut the power off, and they ripped open the power box and turned the power box down and called the police. We checked the calls for service and discovered deputies did show up here, but there was nothing they could do. They refused to go.
1: Okay, so she did this to be nice to these folks. She said, hey, you don't have a place to stay. Live in my shed. Of
0: course, of course. And now they're tearing the place up? It just goes to show you no good deed. No good deed goes unpunished. And the thing is, I would have thought that when they got to the point of... Breaking locks and breaking the electric box, that, mm. that's vandalism. But because these people were invited, yeah. there's nothing this family can do. And uh, Adriana, our investigator, even talked to the people or the woman who was in there. And they didn't have a lease. And she said, it's up to police to get us out
1: yeah she said we're renting when the cops showed up she said oh we're renting we have a deal and so at that point it's just he said she said uh, those are in uh, Deltona that family and you know what I would do I would have ordered one of those Elon Musk flamethrowers oh and I'd right have yeah. gone out there and I would have burned okay. that shed to the ground. Well,
0: that's what I was thinking too, but th- that's a secondary crime. And then really you're, burning your, shed. you're burning your own property. <laughs> like I
1: that? would do it. Yes, Maybe sledgehammer. They're gone. They're gone. I don't know. Hey, they're gone. enjoy your I know. flat foundation. Yeah,
2: they eventually moved out. The amazing thing is that Florida has some of the most landlord friendly eviction laws in the nation. Uh, if you get up to New York or, or or Maryland, places like that, the laws are really tough. But
0: really? Yes. I think it's it tough here.
2: No. Uh, amazingly enough, uh, Florida is very landlord-friendly because the legislature has passed various laws. Yeah. But I would have the, never
1: known that. Yeah. I thought it was loose. No.
2: The, the trick is don't invite anyone That's into your house unless you're... Oh. A 1,000% sure they're going to leave.
1: Is that why you never invite me over, Ginger?
2: I have no <laughs> idea what your intention is.
1: I'm, I'm just so staying. <laughs> you're never going to get me out of and there. And who are these other like, people? Hey, uh, Ginger, we need some more milk. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that one made everybody in the newsroom mad this week. This one makes a lot of people mad, this mm-hmm. next one. So this was a controversial test question. This mom uh, who's pretty politically opinionated? Mm-hmm. Sends her kid to school. This is in St. Augustine. I want to get this test question right, okay? Yeah. She is uh, Rena Parham. Her son Logan said the question was a part of a vocabulary test. I can show it to you uh, if you're watching this mm-hmm. one on the video screen. If you're listening, I'm going to read it to you. Here's the question. All right. Right when it appeared, this is a vocabulary question. Right when it appeared, the nation was becoming increasingly tolerant of alternative lifestyles, immigration, and minorities. The vocal and angry right wing forced the nation to make a complete blank, embracing bigotry, xenophobia, and sexism. I don't know which side of the How political is that a
0: vocabulary.
1: I test? don't understand, but it was certainly leaning. And no matter what side of the political spectrum that you're on, you have to wonder, is it okay for teachers to insert their beliefs into your child's belief system? That's never okay.
0: I mean, that's a whole part. That's part of going to school and being educated. You learn about this and you learn about that. You don't just learn about that one person's opinion. Yeah. Exactly. Especially at that age.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I that agree with
0: is, you. It's cra- I mean, throw in some math or, or whatever, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Two people who hate everyone leave. Chicago <laughs>
2: <laughs> at eight yeah. in the morning yeah. on a train <laughs> on a train and then somebody leaves California yeah, yeah exactly when will they get to They're Omaha like, who built those tracks that's right yeah
1: now that would make more sense as a vocabulary yeah. question Jim you are a professor at UCF
2: what are the rules for this sort of thing uh, you know there are no rules and uh, and I think professors and teachers no matter what level. You just have to be cognizant because when you you say things, you run the risk of of offending people, especially um, in a melting pot environment uh, uh, that we have here in Florida. Oh my gosh! Uh, it is very easy to uh, to you know tick yeah. people off. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what happened mm-hmm. with, with that. Vocabulary test. So, we have some choice
2: vocabulary
0: for that test, but we don't <laughs> use that right
1: now. <laughs> exactly. Just, I just don't. You know, I get everybody has their opinions. Sure. I find it being a professional. We're news people. We're not supposed to say our opinions. We're, not, we're you know, we're paid. Everybody oh. wants to say, oh, freedom of speech and all that. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. have freedom of speech when you have a job. You can get fired. You can say whatever you want. You really but,
0: can. Although mm. we kind of do opinion here. Maybe. Maybe. A little bit. Just a tiny bit.
1: We touch on it. Yeah. I mean, we call people floor idiots and that sort of thing. But, but aside
0: from, <laughs> Yeah, that's definitely not an opinion. But as far as
1: like political was, spectrum, you oh know, gosh. that sort of thing. It like, does us
0: no good to, you know, show one way or another.
1: Let's try to stick with facts. Yeah, let's, if we can. let's just. Jim is our expert. He can say whatever the heck he wants.
0: Exactly. I, I have a fact for you. What? If a bear grabs my dog Cinnamon.
1: What's going to happen to that bear? I'm going to get a new dog.
0: (laughs) No, that's Uh, not true. uh, That's not true. You know how it works. Oh, you
1: know. You need to get a new bear. I know how it works. (laughs) You would protect that little baby. All right, so that was a nice so, lead into So wait,
2: our- wait. If, if there are two bears and one grabs your dog and one grabs your husband... Oh, my uh, gosh. So which who one? You choose? Yeah, who are you going to say, you We
1: are
0: not answering that question <laughs> because
1: you both already know. Well, since your dog does not subscribe to this podcast, <laughs> I would say husband. Now, okay, so this hmm. guy, he's got a Yorkie mix. He's out oh. there. His, his dog is getting attacked by a bear. I mean, full-on, like, swinging the thing in its mouth. Yeah. So how... Does this little doggy survive? Papa Bear came to the rescue. Let's
2: listen to this. Gator goes out, all of a sudden he takes off. I'm like, oh my God. So I'm hollering for him, hollering for him, and I start running, and all of a sudden I hear He's just a-yelping. Yeah, the bear's on all fours with the dog in his mouth, Mm -hmm. looking at me, because I come flying around a corner, and I just drop kicked him.
1: (laughs) 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 So that's Gator. Gator is has had to have emergency surgery. Uh-huh. Hopefully, the little one can pull through. But I just love that Papa Bear came around and that big old guy right there just yeah. drop kicked a bear, a big bear.
0: That, but I'm telling you, it's like one. It's adorable that the little Yorkie mix is named Gator. I, I yes, so cute. And there's so little. You with he's an emotional support dog for this guy because you know the serious part of the story is that. He was. It was given to him when his son passed away oh, to help man. him through it. So you can imagine the attachment he had to this little thing, and your adrenaline just kicks in, and he yeah. just started hulking out, and that's, I guess that's how you drop kick a bear. Yeah, I yeah
1: bet
0: that, I
2: That's always been amazing to me. Everyone thinks of bears as teddy bears, cute yes. and cuddly, and then about every tenth story, <laughs> there's some <laughs> horror. Yeah. You know, of course. He <laughs> reminds you that... You need to
1: leave them alone. They're yes. not all
2: gentle men. No, yeah.
0: no yeah. exactly. And people forget that in Florida, especially certain parts of Florida, we have a serious bear population. We're kind of living in their home. Yeah, We've built houses yes. oh, yeah. where they live. Yeah, you,
1: you got to have a garbage can to keep them out. That's like made of titanium, <laughs> like bear proof. It's, <laughs> like it's bear. insane to try to deal. Yeah. With. I have raccoons. I cannot keep the things out of my trash can. Stop, if I had a get, bear,
0: stop eating the Chick Fil A. They want the sauce. That's huh. what they're getting.
1: Jim, this is true. Every time we eat Chick Fil A at my house. <laughs> Those little suckers <laughs> get into my garbage and the Chick fil A little sauce containers, you know, the Chick fil A, they're everywhere and they're bone dry. They've licked every one of them what? clean just
2: the if you, you know.
1: ever want to get rid of raccoons take chick-fil-a containers and just throw them in a well
2: you know i think this would fit in well with the new chick-fil-a ads where they yes. use ordinary people sitting on a couch talking about oh, yes, yes about their experience i
1: think you Good. could talk maybe about- yeah but chick-fil-a has not sponsored this podcast yet, so <laughs> yet we're gonna yet. move along i know and i just uh, mentioned a well that has to do with my favorite segment it is the idiot of the week. We
0: still have to get an announcer
1: I to know. Do I don't do it justice for sure.
0: Uh, especially S- not this guy. Is there guy. money for
2: James Earl? Uh, yeah, 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 right. Uh, do you, how much money do you have, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> That's how much
1: we have. So this young man decides he is going. Uh, okay, so let me let me set this up, all right? Because I was a young man once. I did stupid things. <laughs> we all have done stupid things. 18, 19, and 20 are their ages. They're mowing this patch of land in the middle of the night, I suppose. Yes. They find a well. This is 1 a.m. They decide, you know what? Hmm. I want to go down and see what the heck's down there at the bottom of that there well. It's a well. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? I mean, you know, there's got to be treasure down there or something, right? So he starts to climb down. He falls 40 feet into Hmm. the earth. Hmm. And then he tries to climb out. (laughs) They get a really bright idea. They're going to drop a rope down and tie it to an SUV. Yeah. And they're going to pull him up that hmm. way. Yeah. The rope breaks, thank God, because it could have been a lot worse than something else could have broke. Oh, yeah. Emergency crews had to show up. He was in there for two hours. Let's listen to this week's Floor Idiot of the Week.
2: I made a bad decision and paid the price for it. (laughs) The understatement. Yes, you of did. The day. I just wanted
1: to hear from him. Now I feel bad. I feel like he's a nice guy. I feel bad. Yeah. Him.
2: At what point um, do you think he realized he had made a bad decision? <laughs> uh, when he couldn't get out of that well. Yeah. That, it There's did a not...
1: picture. There, there is video of it right there. Yeah, How I... miserable would that? Would be my worst In nightmare. In the
0: middle of the night. It, that's crazy. It didn't end well. To Fortunately, say his the least. friends
1: had a cell phone, called police. Who?
0: And you know, the rest of the story is when the rescuers showed up. They were kind of cackling about it because they're like. <laughs> these guys what are you
2: doing down there <laughs> how's it going yeah. need anything that's always been my fear is uh ending up in a life-threatening situation where everybody's laughing at you, <laughs> you know? like you know falling yeah. into wet yeah. cement or yeah. something where you're about to die and uh-huh. people are laughing so you wouldn't put
0: yourself in that situation i don't think I not don't think anymore, you I don't you think, know. but okay.
2: again, uh, yeah. we have some 18, grace 19, 19 yeah. 20, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. You're not clicking wonder, on all cylinders. I wonder what's down that well. <laughs> I, gotta know. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> There's only one way to find out.
1: All right, Jim Clark, let's get into the meat of this interview. Huh?
0: Yeah, w- while we're recording this, we are less than a week away from the midterms. You know, we go to the polls November 6th, and... Boy, is it contentious here in the state of Florida oh and gosh. one of the races that is really heated and just downright ugly. The race for governor.
2: It is. It's uh, it's unbelievable. First of all, they are spending record amounts of money. Florida is going to have two of the most expensive races in the country. We're one and two that is in two in one state for governor and for senator. Yeah. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, you turn on the TV. And the ads are back-to-back. Uh, I saw one the other day, and I th- immediately thought, wait, that's not a political ad. What's that What's that doing on my television? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, it's uh, been a, a vicious race, uh, and uh, President Trump uh, came, what, yesterday? He's coming back again that's before right. yeah. Tuesday. President Barack Obama. Obama was here. Bernie yep. Sanders was here. Joe Biden uh, was here. Yeah. Um, this has been the battleground. Uh, and everybody's going to be looking at Florida Tuesday night.
0: When's yeah. the last time you've seen a race for governor in the state of Florida like this one?
2: Uh, it, I've, I've said all along, this is unprecedented. Uh, we've never had so many contentious races on the ballot. It, uh, first of all, you know, the Senate race and the gubernatorial race have to line up in the sure. same year. You have to have mm-hmm. competitive races you know four years ago, uh we thought it was competitive between Scott and Charlie, Charlie Chris Christ, sure, are. but nothing yeah. like this year. Yeah. uh it's vicious, and remember what the stakes are uh it's not just bragging rights. hey, the Republican won uh we're coming up with redistricting in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. The governor is going to decide uh who gets. What basically to redraw the map because we're going to add one or two congressional seats. How are we going to gerrymander it this time? Exactly, exactly. And the Republicans have done it for the last couple of censuses. Now it could be a Democrat. Well, this would be. I mean, if Andrew Gillum were to win, it would be the first
0: time Florida has seen a Democratic president. I mean, a governor in like 20 years or so. Is that right? And he would be the first African American. First
2: African American. A lot of. uh, First tier, and little things that you don't even think of. You've got your sample ballot there. Whoever the governor is determines the order of the listings on the ballot.
0: Oh, that's right, oh, because a, that. uh, the Republicans are first on first. top because they There's are the governor. governor. Yes. Yeah,
2: so yeah. a lot of people, especially for down ballot, gee, I don't know who's running for, for this. Uh, just I'll pick just pick the first yeah. one. I'll just pick the first yes. one. Mm-hmm. So it's a real advantage down ballot for yeah. uh for the party in power
1: you've told me before you would have put money you're not a betting man but you would have put money on the fact that gwen graham would have been going against uh putnam adam putnam, putnam yes. for governor both of those two got smoked in the they primary.
2: Did. they did we've talked about this six months ago yeah. and it looked that way and today um i have no idea who's going to win Tuesday. but what happened though i think I think the Trump uh, factor with Ron DeSantis, but also Putnam collapsed. I mean, all of a sudden, uh, here's a guy who, for eight years, had gotten great publicity, and then all of a sudden, you have the NRA business, uh, you have the food inspection business, you have the roller coaster over in Daytona uh, yeah. Beach. What are the odds? It was a
1: deluge <laughs> of yeah, yeah a just a perfect storm issues. of bad news. And then bad news. big sugar became a big thing, big and he sugar, had taken millions pollution. and millions from them. Yeah, yeah,
2: I mean, it's 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 unbelievable that here's a guy who's been in politics for. 22, 24 years, I've never read a a really negative story about him. And then the moment he declares for governor, all of a sudden... It's like they had it waiting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you'd (laughs) almost be uh, suspicious here. But don't
0: you think we've seen candidates before where it's a negative cycle after another negative cycle and nothing seems to stick. Why do you think all of that stuck to Putnam?
2: Uh, Because Putnam was an unknown. He had breezed through... Nobody really yeah, knew who yeah. Adam Putnam was. Certainly nobody knew he was in charge of roller coaster rides.
1: <laughs> or concealed weapons or permits. Or concealed yeah. weapons permits.
2: Yeah. Uh, or even food inspections. What a Did way, to find, out. Yeah. What oh a way boy, to find out. Oh, boy. Apparently he's yeah.
1: terrible at all of these, <laughs> yeah. according to my television set.
0: Yeah. Is he so, done, you think, in politics? Oh,
2: I think, well, first of all, I think he can become a. A lobbyist and make tons of of connections, tons of money. He has he's developed all these connections uh, to Big Sugar and the NRA. So I don't think he's going to go hungry. His family was uh, has lots of land, so there's not a. So he yeah. may just... Uh, He's going to eat. He, He'll be yeah. all right. Let's yeah. talk
1: about uh, the Senate race because the whole nation is oh, watching my goodness. this one. You said hundreds of millions of dollars being poured into yeah. ads. Yep. And it is just nasty. And you see it all play out in these ads. You can tell people start really caring about the environment. And then these yeah. candidates start saying, oh... You know, it's this guy's fault, not my fault. He did it. You know, so it's been interesting to see this race kind of play out on your television.
2: Yeah, I think a couple of things. One, uh, Rick Scott has always been controversial. And in a competitive race, he's never gotten more than 49% of the vote, both in his first primary and his two gubernatorial races. Hmm. Uh, uh, Fortunately for him, his opponent always got less. So uh, he he won – uh, those elections but um uh again i think a lot of this is like the putnam thing where red tide occurs just mm-hmm. as he's announcing his candidacy uh i don't know where it had been for for 8 years but all of a sudden it was waiting it was, on him. well yeah. it was the worst one we've had in a while some yes. of it's been sitting around yeah. for a year yep, now exactly yeah. so yeah. Do you, do you, uh, go ahead no, no i think uh, uh nelson is very low key i don't think he's run a particularly good race uh and you know it's shocking uh, that the the ads all point to him as being in politics for 45 years an empty suit well, an empty the, suit. The big one mm-hmm. and yet his name recognition was terrible here's a guy who's been in politics for almost half a century and most people don't know who he is he's yeah. been to space he's been to space <laughs> he's no, yeah i've
1: been doing this a while
2: i wonder when they ran the astronaut ad i wonder how many people knew that he had been into space yeah. I yeah. or th- maybe that was the only thing they knew about him
0: <laughs> you know does it help Rick Scott that he and Nelson haven't debated at all because they haven't had a debate because of the hurricanes and so the debates they had scheduled were rescheduled or canceled so do you think that helps or hurts either candidate in this uh, race
2: I'm not sure you know uh, debates I have been, uh, the gubernatorial debates, I think, just play to their bases. Mm. I'm not sure with the gubernatorial debates, a single mind was, was changed yeah. Yeah. after that. Uh, I, and as you know, the debate became a political issue. The, uh, you know, Scott blamed Nelson. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Nelson Back and blamed. forth. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's crazy. I think, uh, I think there are a number of things uh, that, uh, first of all, the panhandle turnout. Mm -hmm. Um, If you if you ain't got a home anymore, it's going to be tough to get your ballot by mail. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this is Republican territory up there. Yeah. Yeah. And so is that going to hurt Rick Scott? Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Is, you know, turnouts going to play a vital role? Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, and I think already we are seeing unbelievable turnout. 3.5 3.5 million people have already cast their ballots. Yeah. Yes. It is just staggering. People are
1: interested. And, they really
2: are. Yeah, and we are going to see record turnout in Florida f- and for any election, but this is a midterm election. Is there any history uh, to say it goes
0: one way or the other when people turn out in droves to vote early? Does it favor one candidate or another or one party or another?
2: Well, What we watch is the uh, the ratio of ballots, Mm -hmm. and it's gotten harder now because of the huge number of independents, almost a third of the voters, Mm -hmm. so they don't, you know, we don't know how they're voting. But traditionally, Republicans vote early in the cycle. Mm -hmm. They do the vote by mail, they get their ballots in, um, and they go to the uh, advanced voting early. The Democrats are later than that. So what you end up with is a swing Uh, A week ago, when it first started, it was about 47% Republican, 42% Democrat. And now, uh, uh, over the weekend, we're going to see what's going to happen, what's called souls to the polls, Mm -hmm. Um, that it's become something of a tradition for African-American voters to turn out on Sunday. Mm -hmm. Thousands of them will go right from church uh, to cast their ballots, uh, and that may decide the election. Wow. Sunday's Souls to the Polls is going to tell a lot about turnout in this state. That'll be very interesting. Yeah, but, I mean, it is nice that
0: to see people so engaged, but, I mean, is it really – are we going to see a difference in what people are deciding, though? Because, you know, you look at the polls, and after 2016, they mean nothing to anyone anymore. So, when you see candidates polling, one polling or polling ahead of another, and people are like, that means nothing. And sometimes we're cynical. I mean, in this business, we're cynical. Oh, and, I
1: don't buy a poll. And you say, anymore. no, and you no just way.
2: can't. What do, How do you feel about polls? Uh, I, I agree with you. It is harder to get people uh on the phone i don't know about you but i've kind of stopped answering my phone and nobody's uh, going
1: to get me to take a survey on anything oh my God. Yeah, yeah
2: you don't know who's calling really yeah. and uh you know uh i ru- routinely tell people no i don't own my home <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> i'm squatting exactly <laughs> yes. there
1: you squatting i've been here nine the- months yeah. and i plan to keep it that way
2: and and so it's really hard one of the races between two polls there was a 20-point swing <laughs> oh, I mean that's impossible that's insane. It's just um, throwing stuff. and and you see these polls and a lot of them uh are landline only they're calling only people wow. landline. with land not li- me older Republican yeah. voters so some of the polls skew, skew. Republican mm-hmm. because they're not calling cell phones they're not reaching young people and again it's the methodology of the yep. poll. So, yeah. um, you know, on election night, uh, I sat down in the studio, as you know, mm. and and I kept thinking, wait a minute, Gwynn Graham's ahead by seven in the polls. This can't uh, be happening. No way. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I kept waiting for imaginary votes to come in <laughs> from, from somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It they was a weird too- night. And yeah. a, a,
1: a weird thing that people are going to see on the ballots, I definitely want to touch on the amendments.
2: Oh, got my God. 12
1: gosh. of them on the ballots. These things are, in I'm, many opinions, a dumpster talking. fire. Ginger's. <laughs> Getting her sample ballot out. Yeah, we'll I mean, see. I if we're going to vote on something to change the constitution uh, of the state of Florida, I feel like that is a pretty giant thing. I feel a big responsibility voting on that. So I want it to be very clear. I want to understand it. And I want it to be one thing that my vote is clear. <laughs> being cast for is that fair
0: that's fair that's fair i want to go with uh seven because that's one of the ones
1: (laughs) (laughs) look at he's laughing already
0: so i'm going to read it it's uh the title of it is first responder and military member survivor benefits public colleges and universities how could you vote against that (laughs) i mean right how could uh, you possibly be against that Grant's mandatory payment of death benefits and waiver of certain educational expenses to qualifying survivors of certain first responders and military members who are who will who die performing official duties requires supermajority votes by university trustees and state university system board of governors to now raise or me. impose all legislatively authorized fees if law requires a by those bodies. All right, yeah. people as, are clicking off the establishes podcast. establishes existing state college system as constitutional entity, provides governance, structure, vote. Yeah. What, what in the heck is that, even, Jim? But And some people will only see this for the first time when they're in And that's in the idea.
2: That's They have bundled these things together just to get certain things passed that ordinarily would not pass. Mm-hmm. And I'll remind you, you live in a state that at one point had a constitutional amendment banning banks we, oh it was against state law to have a bank i'm sorry awesome. when was this and and of course the, the other thing that's happened is the pig amendment i don't know if you remember the pig amendment which uh passed we have a, an amendment in our constitution dealing with treatment of pigs which affected less than half a dozen pig farmers in the state but right. what happened was it passed the establishment got scared to death that all kinds of craziness would be uh added yeah. to the constitution so we then passed an amendment requiring 60% approval uh which itself didn't get 60% approval <laughs> But so it's a really high burden yeah. to get 60%. I don't think you could get 60% of the people in your newsroom to agree to anything. Uh, never. No, oh, gosh. No. For sure <laughs> not. Exactly. But I mean, so. is
0: it just ridiculous that those things are bundled together? They have nothing yeah. to do with each
2: other. No, they don't. But that's the idea to kind of slip They're trying to trick you. They're 100% trying to they trick are, you. And that's why I think a lot of people are going to go into the polls And just click no for everything because they're so confused. Mm -hmm. Kind of a why take a chance? Well,
0: does it send a message, though, if they don't vote at all on any of those bundled amendments? Because then would that let people know or the people who are bundling these things like we don't like your bundles? You know, cable is great to bundle (laughs) amendments.
2: Not so much. Yeah. Yeah, but we only do it every 20 years. And I promise you, somebody else will be sitting in this chair 20 years from now. Over here as well. With some crazy (laughs) amendments. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Uh, So, uh, you know, we only do these constitutional uh, things uh, uh, every couple decades. So we got a while before we do it again.
1: I want to ask you a question that I've been thinking about for a while now. And it's going to sound a little crazy at first, I feel like. Go on. Do you feel like... In Florida, we truly live in a democracy. Like if you take a look at issues like, say, marijuana, 70 percent of people said, hey, people with medical conditions should be able to smoke. And then the legislature says, "Okay, you can't smoke it. Class sizes. People decided in one of those, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, amendments. Hey, we should have. Then the government totally undid it. Is it crazy to think that maybe we are less democratic than we think?
2: I think special interests have a big role in the state, and uh, obviously campaign financing mm-hmm. plays a huge role. You mentioned a couple of things. The other, other one is the land purchase. Remember we we passed an amendment about buying yes. endangered land, and mm-hmm. they've used the money for everything. I yeah, but that I think mm-hmm. they buy popcorn with it or something. Yeah. Tell oh, you can state. go you can go but,
1: gerrymandering. You can go uh, all sorts of. There there are probably seven to ten at least things that uh, people texting and driving. Most people think uh, hey, we should have better laws uh, texting
2: and driving. Uh, they won't touch it, and no. and that's the scary part for Republicans. If uh, Gillum wins the the governorship, he's not going to be able to get his agenda through the mm-hmm. Republican legislature. There's there's just no way. But he has the veto power, he sa- he and he off. can stop anything that he thinks is crazy. So that's why the Republicans are running so scared. They have had total control with the legislature and the governorship, uh, the state, for almost two decades, and now – that could be coming to an end, yeah, but I mean, but to Matt's
0: point, that's a really great point. Why are we voting on things when if it's
2: if we decide that's what we want, but then it can just be can turned just into it. something else? Well, uh, you know, we're going to see, uh, I think that's one of the reasons that Rick Scott's popularity has not been higher because he's been uh, complicit in this, uh, his his actions with the water management districts, which are coming home to haunt him now. Uh, and I bet he's rethinking some of these decisions and wishing he had done a few things differently now. Well, wow. well, time will tell. Yes, the, the polls will tell, I guess. Uh,
1: the, the voters will T- tell.
2: Actually, Tuesday night will tell. Yeah, that's right. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's going to be fascinating. I just love getting your opinion on everything. Oh. You, you really are a great wealth of information. So, are
2: you voting for Gwen Graham or for <laughs> Adam Putnam? I, I, I mailed in
1: my ballot six months ago based on what you told me. I wrote your name in. <laughs> This has been fantastic. We just wanted to give you a little update before you head to the polls. You can download this podcast. Listen to it wherever and get some great. And,
2: and remember to vote. And uh, if you're in line when the polls close, you get to vote. So Absolutely. Uh, don't yeah. Even forget if you show that. up one yeah. minute early, yeah, before but, the deadline. But
0: do your homework on those amendments before yeah, you show don't just up, show or up. you'll have some angry people behind you waiting for you Bet to you get won't. in there. It is a book. <laughs> it really is. All
1: yeah. right, Jim Clark. Thank you so much. Don't forget to subscribe to Florida's Fourth Estate on whatever podcast platform you choose.
0: That sounded great. Thank I
1: love that. <laughs> I'm Matt Austin. I'm
0: Ginger Gadsden. <laughs> this was fun. Yeah. See you, you next week. Let's again. Bye. Good job, guys. Is that okay? oh, that, was, that, oh, that awesome. was so good.
2: That was What would you think? Did you like
1: it? Yes, I liked it.